Welcome to the San Antonio Baptist Association Urban Missionary Training Center. We're working through a series of videos currently, and the topic is how to judge spiritual movements. We are currently in this video on fruit number three. Every spiritual movement has a series of fruits. It's important that we know how to judge spiritual movements to know if they're from God or they're not from God. There are many movements going on all around the world. It's important for us as believers to understand where God's at work and where he's not at work. If you haven't listened to the previous videos, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the introduction, fruit one and fruit two. We're now on fruit three, how to judge true spiritual movements. True spiritual movements of God foster a reverence and a hunger for God for his word and for his people. When the spirit of God is at work in a true movement of God, the spirit of God will foster a reverence and a hunger for the, for the God himself, his presence. He'll foster a reverence and a hunger for God's word and for his people. And we'll see that in this presentation. John chapter 16 tells us that when he, the spirit of truth, Notice he says, Jesus says, the spirit of truth. When he comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me. That was one of the other fruits in a previous presentation. He will glorify me, Jesus says, for he will take up from mine and he will disclose it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. This is why I said he takes from mine and will disclose it to you. The spirit of truth will always guide us into truth. Truth is not a, a concept. Truth is a person because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. In John chapter 17, when Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, he prays this high priestly prayer but one of the things he said is your word is truth God's word is true so the spirit of truth will always lead us back to God's word he will create a reverence and a hunger for the presence of God for God's word and for God's people God's word the spirit of God will never lead any believer to disrespect undervalue, disbelieve, or repudiate the Word of God. The Spirit of God is not going to do that. So anytime you see in a movement a devaluing of the Word of God, the Scriptures, the Spirit of God is not a part of that. Anytime you see that a, a movement values and cherishes God's Word and has a hunger in the human heart for more of God's Word, you know that the Spirit of God is at work. During a true movement of God, there will always be a strong spiritual yearning for more of God's Word. You look at every movement that's happened around the world, every true movement from God, this is always true. Second Timothy chapter 3, you however continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from a child you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith which is in Jesus Christ or Christ Jesus. 
The Spirit of God will lead us back to the Word of God because the written Word of God reveals Christ as Savior. All Scripture is inspired by God and beneficial for teaching, for rebuke, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man or woman of God may be fully capable, equipped for every good work. All Scripture is inspired by God. All Scripture is profitable for a number of things, Paul says, and the Spirit of God will always lead us back to have a hunger for God's Word. In Acts chapter 8, Philip is in Samaria and he's preaching. And he is preaching, the Scriptures say this, But when they believed Philip, as he was preaching the good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were being baptized. The Spirit of God was motivating or, or empowering Philip to preach the Scriptures. What was he preaching? The good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. How did he know that? He knew that from the Scriptures. He had been taught that from the Scriptures. Acts chapter 17, when Paul is in Thessalonica, and according to Paul's custom, he visited them, and for three Sabbaths, reasoned with them from the Scriptures, explaining and giving evidence that Christ had to suffer and rise from the dead, and saying, This Jesus whom I am proclaiming to you is the Christ. He used the Scriptures, the Spirit of truth, draws the preaching of the Gospel back to the Scriptures. It, the Spirit of God will always create in the heart of man a hunger and a reverence for God's Word. Acts chapter 17, Paul is in Berea and he says this, Now these people were more noble-minded than those in Thessalonica, for they received the Word with great eagerness, examining the Scriptures to see whether these things were so. So they received the Word with eagerness. The Spirit of God was at work, empowering them to understand, and they searched the Scriptures to make sure that Jesus was the Christ. 1 Peter chapter 2 says this, And like newborn babes long for the pure milk of the Word, so that, it, that by it you may grow in respect to salvation. The Spirit of God leads believers to grow in salvation, but it comes through Scripture. It comes through the pure milk of the Word. New Tribe's mission video, Etau, is a very interesting video. I've watched it probably a hundred times, and I've come to the conclusion that after receiving God's forgiveness of sins through Christ, the first noticeable change in the Mook people was a deep, sincere hunger and reverence for God's Word. They wanted to experience more of God through His Word. This is true in all spiritual movements that are empowered by the Holy Spirit. Let me show you a picture. New Tribes Mission video, Etau. This is before they became believers. They were hearing the stories of salvation chronologically. God's written Word to man was being communicated in an oral fashion. The, the missionary Mark Zook, who is now deceased, led them through a process where they started with God, the creation, and all the way leading up to Christ as Savior. But this is when they're still in the Old Testament. 
the Mook tribe in Papua New Guinea. They have a handheld recording device. There's a cassette tape of that day's lesson in there. The man with the, the hat is turning a little crank because they didn't have batteries. He's turning a little crank that, that runs the cassette through and they're listening to the stories. In this picture, it demonstrates the hunger that they had for God's Word. Mark Zook in the video says that the mook began to not eat because they were so captivated by God's Word, by the stories of salvation that they were hearing, they began to not eat and spend that time listening to God's Word. In true spiritual movements of God, the Holy Spirit creates in the human heart a, a hunger, a spiritual hunger, and He will never lead uh, a new believer or someone seeking the Lord to disrespect His Word. Let me give you another example, which is the Kimyal community in West Papua. In this picture, the, the community is receiving the first copies of the written Word of God in their language. They had heard the message of salvation and had accepted it. The message of salvation was taught to them. They accepted it but now they're receiving their first copies of the written word in their language. If you watch this video, the whole community comes out in their tribal dress. They begin to dance and sing and they weep because they have the word of God in their language that they can teach as older people, they can teach to the younger ones. In this picture, that box, that white box in the middle that they're holding has just come off an airplane and the missionary has handed it to the leaders of the community. The gentleman in the middle that is has his eyes closed and is praying is a pastor and he is thanking God out loud so that everybody can hear. They are thanking God and weeping over the written scriptures in their own language. He says this, you thought that we should see your word in our language. He goes on to pray a very eloquent prayer, but they hungered for the word of God that they might teach their children. I remember as we were missionaries serving in Costa Rica, going through language school, many of our language teachers had been Catholic, had grown up Catholic in Costa Rica. And then they came to a point in their spiritual journey where they accepted Christ as Savior. That created in them a deeper hunger. And it was their testimony, not my words, but their testimony, that the hunger that God put in their heart could not be satisfied with going to Mass alone. So they began to go to small groups where they could study the Scriptures. They could read the Scriptures. They could study the Scriptures. They could be around other believers and pray with them. This is a mark of a spiritual movement of God. There's a hunger for God's Word. There's a hunger for God Himself and for God's people. That was very interesting to hear their testimonies. Because of respect to their family, they continued to go to Mass each Sunday. But during the week, they went to Bible studies, they went to prayer meetings, in order to fill the spiritual hunger that they had. Psalm 42 says this, As the deer pants for the water brooks, 
So my soul pants for you, God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. That is a work of the Spirit of God. Fruit number three is in true spiritual movements, God will foster a reverence and a hunger for Him, for His Word, and for His people. Thank you for listening to fruit number three. I hope you join us with fruit number four.